Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Welcome to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Solorzno, and that's it. It's just me today. Um, we're going to go over the uh, Night 4 uh, G1 Climax. Uh, we got B-Block action for you. A lot of good cards on this, or a lot of good matches on this card, rather. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to first start by saying that there was news of... Will Ospreay having an injury and not being on tonight's show. Now, he wasn't part of the... Uh, uh, he's in the A block, so he wasn't uh, part of the G1 proper, but he was in uh, one of the opening matches, and they are reviewing to see if he's going to be ready for Thursday. Uh, I hope he is. He's definitely one of my favorite parts of this tournament so far. Um, so, you know, I hope you get better. I hope you're ready for Thursday, and I hope that you know, no, nothing bad happened and that you can uh, go on and maybe win this tournament. That's what I'd like. Uh, Will Ospreay is a man. Uh, okay, so I'm uh, going to get into it here. Uh, f- uh, first match, we got uh, Shingo Takagi and Toru Yano. Um, this doesn't really have anything to do with the match, but I just really like the sounds that Yano <laughs> makes. <laughs> it just... His his yelling, he's just he's very 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 funny. Um, some things that went on in that match uh, that I liked. Uh, so Shing- Shingo attacks Yano as he as he tries to get his shirt off, and he like he ends up doing that that hockey uh, that hockey shirt pullover thing, but on himself. Like he gets it halfway up and it's stuck over his face, and then Shingo just just goes right after him because uh, he's covered with his own shirt. And I thought that that was pretty funny. Um, uh, there, there was a really funny part where he, he, he like led Shingo to the outside and, and then hit him with a chair and then just put a bunch of obstacles up in his way, trying to get, trying to get a count out, uh, victory, which was also pretty funny. Uh, Shingo did end, uh, end up getting back into the ring. Uh, then, uh, another good spot was, uh, uh, y- Yano grabs out the infamous tape that he's uh, uh, had success with before in previous G1 climaxes, and Takagi takes the tape away from him and sort of examines it like, oh, is this okay? I know what to do with this, and and, and just hits him with in the face with the tape, and I thought I thought that that was pretty great. Then there was the silliness with uh with Yano bringing in a chair uh he he tossed it to Takagi and and then grabbed the ref over he's like hey like he's got a, he's got a chair man he's got a chair and just uh and then while while that whole kerfuffle's going like Bushi takes a chair and, and throws it at, at Yano while the while the ref isn't looking while he while Takagi's like trying to plead his case and uh, with in the ensuing kerfuffle, uh, Shingo ends up getting the win on that one. Good opening match for the night. Uh, so now we're gonna go on to match number two, 
And that would be uh, Juice Robertson versus uh, Hiroki Goto. Uh, this match was a uh, this. They were very evenly matched in in this match. Uh, I I like that. It just seemed like no one was really getting ahead of of the other one. Um, some some really nice looking spots there. Uh, Goto using the 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 draping net breaker on the turnbuckle. Uh, that uh. That's a really good-looking move and a little nice change of pace from the uh, the the meat drapes DDT. <laughs> uh, the audience really seemed like they appreciated the skill of both of the wrestlers. Like the the audience was a uh, very very into it. They would have small exchanges right at the beginning, and and then there would be little breaks, and and the audience was really feeling it. So they they're really good at crowd control on that one. Um, there was one point in the match where Juice was playing possum to avoid a, a big kick, and he, uh, he did so, and then got him into a jackhammer, and that, that, I really like the jackhammer as a move. Um, if, if you don't like Goldberg, or you're kind of just like, whatever about Goldberg, like how I am, uh, maybe people might be jaded on the jackhammer, but I really like that move. I think it's a great move. Um, the, the match had an exciting end. Goto, they, they had an exchange where Goto countered the left hand of God, uh, by headbutting his hand into Juice's, or, uh, headbutting his head into Juice's hand. And then Juice did the same, like, uh, Juice did the same thing where Goto went to do a, a wind-up punch and then he headbutted his hand. Uh, but then he then he hit that left hand of God, um, and it 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 looked really good. Uh, Bonesaw's not here right now, um, but he he is not a fan of of punch finishers, and I think maybe the good thing with this is that he doesn't use it as a finisher. That it's it's the preamble to the to the pump friction or the pulp friction. Uh, and yeah, but that that left hand of God just looked uh, really good. And uh, he got the pulp friction, and Juice got a win on that one. Uh, yeah, that, it was a very evenly, very evenly match. It was, it was a fine match. Now we're gonna go into the third match of the evening, which I was a little disappointed in. I I had a little bit more. Uh, I had higher hopes for that match. It was Mox and Cobb. I I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb. I really hope that. He gets really far wherever he decides to go. He's just so damn impressive. Um, just just everything about it. He's a big big dude, super athletic. You know, I'll I'll probably be saying this over and over and over again over the course of the next couple of weeks here. But I'll get into the match. Um, <laughs> Moxley with another shameful crowd entrance and it seems like this is the way that things are going to go so sorry Bonesaw but it and sorry for everyone else who hates people who come in through the crowd um that's that's his thing yeah and you know whatever I guess uh I really like when Jeff Cobb leapfrogs he again just very athletic dude and it's impressive to see him because he's so big and there would need to be a bit of trust to be like okay yeah i'm going to leapfrog over you cuz dude is big and if he doesn't clear that jump 
or if you don't duck low enough to get under it, you know, you don't want that guy landing on you because he, he, he a big boy. Uh, just a couple other things that happened in that match. Um, Jeff, Jeff Cobb, he's, he's good at making people look strong, man. Uh, Mox did a suicide dive. And when he did that suicide dive, like he, he, he hit it pretty clean and Cobb just like fell over and rolled over backwards. Like he, like it just launched the shit out of him. Like it was a, it was a really good bump and he, he's good. He's good, man. I, I can't wait for his come up. Um, when they, when they got to the outside, Mox, I can't I can't talk shit about John Moxley though. I'm I'm hating on him for the crowd entrance, but that when he started working Cobb on the outside, just like slamming his his shoulder and his arms like in into the ground on the outside, it it was just very it was very calculated. The the thing that disappointed me about this match was uh Mox was firmly in control. Um I think Cobb, you know, like Jeff Cobb's a relatively n- newer dude, and I, I also get the want to make Moxley look very strong. Uh, which is he did he did a good job of that. Um, John Moxley's not a he's not a small dude. Uh, he looks small compared to Jeff Cobb, but he is not. So, even with even with the size difference, like I was just hoping for a bit more of an even even match, even though I didn't really think Cobb had a had a chance of winning this one. But I I thought we were at least gonna see a a better showing. Um, but it just it it made Moxley look really strong. So I mean, you know, I guess whatever. And now uh, again talking about the uh, the action on the outside after. After Moxley did all that stuff and messed him up, he went back into the ring and instead of taking a countout victory, broke up the count to go whoop up on Jeff Cobb some more, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, he did a he did a draping Death Rider to uh, to close out the match, which was uh, uh, a a little ch- a little change, a little different. I I, th- I thought that that was fun. Um, a random using for this match. Just Kevin Kelly just being funny for a couple of matches this night, but just Kevin Kelly being like, "It's not fair! A, a man that size should be able to move like that." I I just I think I really really appreciate Kevin Kelly. Uh, he's he's come a uh, a long way from the uh, WWF days and The Rock <laughs> calling him a fat hermaphrodite. <laughs> I I think he's one of my favorite announcers, honestly. So, uh, yeah, Moxie gets the win in that match, and that's going to bring us to match number four of the night, which is uh, Jay Whitehall and Tomohiro Ishii. And in this match, uh, we, we see Jay White doing the same kind of stuff that he was doing last last time with uh, Goto. Um, you know, just... Talk, talking a lot of smack and you know, slap him in, slapping him around a little bit. Uh, but Ishii, and I, I think I think this guy is 
he might be my uh, my early vote for uh, VIP of the G1 Climax, which I think we're just going to match. We're, we're going to dictate that by whoever had most matches of the night. Um, and it's kind of... I, th- I think this match was match of the night. Al- although the next match with Taichi and Naito was uh, very good. I'm, I maybe might want Bonesaw's input on that. So we might we might hold off on that judgment. I'll I'll see I'll see what he has to say about it and then we'll kind of we'll add that to the list. Um there there was just some fun stuff in this one. Uh they were they were on the outside and uh Jay White was just begging he, he he got thrown thrown into the barricade and he was just like on the ground, like like begging, very very much like a coward. He was very cowardly, and uh, Gato Gato came down with him this this go around. So like that that threat of Gato being on the outside was there, or whatever. And he uh, Ishii just ended up chucking the chair at him, and he dodged out of the way. And then more Kevin Kelly. Uh, luckily, Jay White moved out there, or there would be a memorial show in his honor. <laughs> oh, Kevin Kelly, you're great. Um, th- there was a uh, Ish- Ishii really sold a-, a couple of Jay White's moves. Uh, this this match took a while to to ramp up, but then when it did, like it it, it got so good. It was a little, it was a slow start, but then it, it ramped up and it got really good. Uh, we had a DDT that, uh, Jay White planted on Ishii, and he was just vertical for what seemed like forever, and I don't know if he actually hurt his neck on that, but he was definitely selling, I mean, I don't think so. He was, he was certainly, like, selling the neck injury on it. It was, uh, it was a very nasty-looking, like, DDT. Not, and, I mean, not even the DDT itself, just the cell. Like, he was just upright for so long. And, uh, and then Jay White hit a, a, a German suplex also in, and it was just, again, just the, the, the hang time, just being vertical. Like, it just looked so nasty for a German suplex. Um... Uh, eventually, Ishii started uh, to do his Ishii Hulk up, uh, and Jay White just started uh, just hammering him with with forearms, and Ishii just like this ain't nothing to me. This ain't nothing to me. And what he did that I really liked was he started leaning into the forearms. So every every time there was a forearm strike, he was just like, I'll I'll throw my weight into it. Like, come on, try to make it hurt. It's not doing anything. And yeah, it just looked really, really good. And then uh, he, he no sold the Saito suplex. Uh, it, it just just popped right right back up, and it was it was super great. Um, and then he again with that stall superplex, it, it looked beautiful. It was just a beautiful superplex, and that that stall on it just looks so so good. Um, Jay uh, Jay White hits a, a a sleeper suplex, and it's I love snap suplexes like they're so oh, they're so fast and they're so crisp and they come out of nowhere, um, and that that looked really good. And then they and then uh, a classic reversal battle for finishers right at the end, and uh, Ishii ended up winning that battle. Uh, 
I think this is match of the night. Again, I'm not sure. I, I want Bonesaw's input. Um, which I'm going to now go into match number five. And then uh, it's going to be a quick wrap up here today. Just going to do a tight 30 minutes or so. Maybe even less than that. Might only be 20. Who knows? Uh, so, first thing, more Ke- more Kevin Kelly. Uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru is there. What a shock. <laughs> and uh, this match is very heelish. And I didn't realize how uh, heelish Taichi was. Um, I, I, I know that Naito can be villainish, but man, it was... Uh, I, I, again, just Taichi coming out with the ludicrous intro and Naito just kind of mil- milking his own intro and just, you know, try, trying to play head games. Like, they, they were playing head games with each other a lot for the match. More Kevin Kelly, uh, just about Miho Abe and uh, Rocky Romero. Don't make eyes at her, she's dangerous. Uh, it's... <laughs> There, there was some silliness in this match. A lot of fuckery in this match too. Um, Naito right at the beginning of the match just lies down and just like, please, please pin me, please pin me. And then Taichi goes for it and he immediately like gets him into a roll up and then gets a two count and that was that was pretty funny. And and the whole match was just sort of sort of like that. Uh, there was there was definitely uh, there was wrestling in between the whole thing. Uh. It was it was a wrestling match. Uh, when some of uh, some of the stuff started that that was happening later, once it started to get towards its end, there, um, the world's greatest prop, Red Shoes, gets thrown in the corner, uh, and then Naito did <laughs> he he pop he popped Taichi up. Which I always, I always like popped up pop ups, and then he get kicked him into jewels, and it it looked so great. Um, and and then and then more more stuff. Uh, he he launched Naito into red shoes, and then red shoes was like passed out, and then he get uh, uh Taichi gets out that iron finger thing, um. And it, it it was just it was just back and forth like he's not gonna be able to do it uh, he's not gonna be able to do it he's gonna be able to do it and then uh, he did eventually do it uh, it blasted him with the iron fingers and uh, got that really nasty uh, I don't like that they call power bombs last rides it's a power bomb just call it a power bomb uh, my hatred for the Undertaker showing up here. Um, Unless that's there's a specific way that that one is called a last right. It's 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 just a fucking power bomb. Call it a power bomb. Uh, but yeah, he did a really nasty power bomb and just got a really deep deep ass cover on him. Uh, one two three Taichi with the win there. And yeah, that was the uh he he cut a promo. And sorry, I don't know what the promo said. Uh, because there was nobody there to translate it. But I'll I'll find out later. Maybe we'll maybe we'll mention it on the next show. Who knows? Or you know, go to New Japan World and and listen to it there. I've lot lots of good stuff on the post on the post match interviews. So uh, that's the end of the B Block action for uh, the morning 
for us of Monday, July 15th. That was in the Hokkaido Sports Center. And uh, to cap it off, the wins of the evening again. A win for Shingo, a win for Juice Robinson, a win for Moxley again, uh, a win for Tomohiro Ishii, and a win for Taichi. And looking at the point boards for the B block, that now brings up our uh, four-point leaders with Juice Robinson, John Moxley, and Tomohiro Ishii. Two-point getters are Toru Yano, uh, Hiroki Goto, Shingo Takagi is on the board, and Taichi is on the board as well. And still with no points, Jeff Cobb, Tetsuya Naito, and Jay Waito. Weird start for some, uh, at, le- at least for Jay White and Naito. They, well, and especially for Naito, like he should probably have some points. And uh, weird, weird start for him. But there's there's still plenty more matches to go, and uh, you know we're 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 gonna end up seeing about that. And I will see you next Thursday for more A Block action uh, at the Corken Hall at Tokyo. Uh, those matches for that night are going to be, uh, Okada, Bad Luck Fale. That should be, uh, well, interesting. I, I, I always want to, I want to see more Bad Luck Fale. I want to see how he does in this tournament. I, I don't have a lot of, uh, experience with him, but I feel like he's, a uh, very crafty. Uh, we got Tana and Zack Sabre Jr. So it should be a fun Zack Sabre Jr.-y type match. We got Kota Bushi and Will Ospreay, hopefully, let's cross our fingers, um, I'll already call that his match of the night, <laughs> uh, but then again, I mean, who knows, we might be surprised by Kenta and Lance Archer, um, uh, he's, I agree with Bonesaw, he's going, he's going up on my list, and, uh, Evil vs. Sonata, which should, which should be an interesting match, uh, so, that's going to be it for today. Uh, we'll see you Thursday or sometime shortly thereafter before we head into the uh, action over the weekend. Um, yeah, see you around. I've been Daniel Solorzano. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>